0: Up the middle with Husker Baseball's Cam Chick and Bryce Matthews on 93.7 7 A Ticket and the Ticket Welcome back, 93
1: 7 fans. This is Cam Chick. Co-host Bryce Matthews. So what's, what's up? And this is up the middle. Today, first day of class. Don't start that off fresh. Thought thought we'd bring in some of our own. You know, we've been crossing over the past couple times. So this afternoon or tonight, we should say six o'clock. Tonight, we got Mr. Kyle Perry. What up, boys? Omaha, Nebraska native. And we got Mr. Layton Banjoff from Cleveland, Ohio. Hi
0: there. How are you?
1: Thank you guys for, for coming on tonight. Uh,
2: Thanks for having us, baby. its fun boys. Yeah. This will be a fun one. It's going to be me. more
1: of a just just kick it. Oh, yeah. Not a lot of personal questions. Um, but to start it off, you know, some people may not know who you are, your story, where you came from, how you got here. So kind of start off with that, KP. What what got you here?
2: Yeah. Well, I've been in the booth here at 93.7 a couple times. Uh, shout out, DP. Yeah. Um, um, yeah, no, uh, it's it's great to be back. But um, yeah, I'm from Omaha, I'm born and raised. Went to Millard South High School. Uh, go Patriots, and uh, now Mother. I've been here in Lincoln for the last three and a half years or given. So yeah, just hanging out. Yeah, and
1: you got to come in with Coach Urrestes, so I did. So that kind of kind of go over that a little bit. What was that kind of like?
2: Well, it was about it was uh, it was a quick year. Yeah. Um, yeah, didn't have much time with that staff. But uh it was fun while it lasted. It was a fun year. Learned a lot, matured. Yeah. Oh yeah. Grew up pretty we quick in that one year. Yeah. But uh <clears throat> but yeah, it seems like a freaking lifetime ago. Yeah. So For y-
1: for those of y'all that don't know, me and me and KP came in together, so we got the to, to spend our freshman year with Coach Erstead and um, you know, learned under his staff before Coach Bull got here. But and then we have Leighton Banjoff who was recruited by Coach Erstead and came in with Coach Bull on his first year. So kinda tell us how you got here, where you're from and kind of your journey.
0: Yeah, so now I'm from uh, <clears throat> just a little bit outside of uh, Cleveland, Ohio. And um, I just went to a h- small high school, went to a small, you know. Catholic school. Catholic school, you know, just yeah. not a lot of competition or whatnot. So I got, I kind of got seen doing a, it was called PBR.
2: Mm-hmm. Um,
0: I don't know if a lot of people know about that, but it's just kind of like a recruiting thing. Prep so I, baseball report. Yeah, yep. Yeah, I went to this big, uh, you know, countrywide it was called the Top Prospects Games or whatnot. And so then future games, and then I ended up just getting Coach Hersted saw me there. And uh, I think we set up a visit two weeks after that, and I loved it here and, you know, committed to him right on the spot. So, yeah, I love it out here. I love it in Nebraska. It reminds me a lot like home. So, yeah, I was just about to ask you, how much does it relate to back in? Because
1: you're not from Cleveland. You're from uh, Sheffield. Sheffield. Sheffield, Ohio. That's it's probably, right.
0: It's only like 25 minutes. uh East of Cleveland But no It reminds me a lot Of downtown Lincoln I've been to Omaha A little bit um, It gives you a little Omaha's super big So when you think About Cleveland Or whatnot, It's like I don't know The city's Bigger than Omaha But uh, My home is a lot Like Lincoln So I like that a lot so,
1: so what was that like Your
0: freshman year You literally got to Play 15 games You know yeah. We
1: got We at least got a year Under our belt um, And then Obviously Bryce Didn't even get to play yeah. I I probably played four games. And it was That's right, because Texas starts quickly. Yeah. So what was that like, playing literally just 15 games? You know, obviously you were hot. Fresh All-American. Know. Yeah, Fresh All-American. <laughs> yeah. Like, kind of take us through that, like, how momentum-wise and, like, what what you had to do, like, mentally and physically after that.
0: Yeah. Um, like you said, I was playing really good baseball at the time, and it kind of it really hurt me in the heart that, you know, our season was over. I think a lot of people, you know, we were scared. We didn't know what was going on. We just – just on a not just on a life basis but uh you know I ended up going to play summer ball in the Northwoods I kind of got beat up there didn't do that great and um that was the first time I really kind of like failed at baseball or whatnot so it was a little a little tough for me but I, I definitely matured uh grew mentally physically throughout the year and uh I'm just you know happy to be playing on an everyday basis so summer ball is where your confidence goes to die right <laughs> like. yeah I mean, that was the
3: first be, time I've ever drank caffeine, like, before I got games. to. I was like,
0: 7 o'clock games every ball. day,
3: upon your
1: lifting that your school yeah. sends you, mm-hmm. it's just like, grind, yeah, and then one day off. When
0: I was doing that, we were playing in pods, so we didn't, we stayed at our host family, it's not like we stayed in hotels, yeah, and uh, yeah. it was like four hour bus ride, sometimes you want to be getting home yeah. until 2.33am, Literally, you, you'd be starving because they fed you uh, a hot dog and some chips you know you got a little yeah. bottle of water and that Man. was it and then you get home you're starving you eat some pizza or something yeah. and then hey go to bed until i don't know noon get <laughs> right back at it the next day Literally. i think i think i played 29 straight days yeah no no off days yeah. no nothing i've
1: never prayed for rain more in my life until you get the summer ball you're just like <laughs> please oh, in the
0: north, dude, they would postpone you yeah. sitting there yes. for two hours yeah, yeah we did didn't that. care it yeah just, mm. shout you're out the rocks,
3: yeah, St. <laughs> Cloud. They they kept us straight. Yeah. Those sleeper, Uh, the beds in the, in the bus. It was. You guys got
1: a sleeper? Mm. Psh, what? Man, 20. we got stranded in a gas station for seven hours <laughs> that year in Summer Bowl. <laughs> in Texas. Texas. Uh, don't Thanks, bl- Texas. Hey, don't
3: blame it on my state. What? Nah,
1: uh-huh. but our our bus broke down literally two hours into the trip. It was supposed to be like our nine, 9 or 10 o'clock snack. We were supposed to go get something at the truck stop, and it just never turned on.
3: You blaming that on my state yeah i'm just bud. kidding
1: yeah so we were just sitting at a truck stop wow. literally from texas midnight to 6 a.m tulsa texarkana is where we yeah. left from so kind of the border, border been there, there. So it's all right so, so that's b- where bolt got to start he did yeah. it was weird uh he called me like two days after i was like "So i heard you got to play at uh greg dobson and i was like yeah <laughs> oh yeah the old stopping grounds i guess <laughs> <laughs> texarkana <laughs> yeah
3: small town it was texas is cool it's the best state in
1: America. Right,
0: yeah, besides Ohio.
3: No, no, we're just gonna stop that there. <laughs> not gonna, gonna lie, we went to Amarillo,
1: and that might have been like the newest. Like it was so new, everything was like, like remodeled, and then they're obviously they have a brand new stadium, the Sod Dogs yeah. or Sod Poodles, wherever they are. Mm-hmm.
3: But Houston's the greatest city in America. I'll
1: hey, die about that.
2: town, baby. Yeah,
3: come on. I'll die about that. Houston? I think so. Yeah. I've never been, so I can't say anything. Yeah, I'm from Columbia, Missouri,
1: so. Each town
3: till we drown. Nah, nah. <laughs> you're, nah, <laughs> nah you're,
1: you're wilding for that. You know? I know how to you're, get him going. I know how to get you're you You're crossing there. the line. All right, so <laughs> kind of like, you know, we always talk about multi-sport athletes. Um, always, you know, I feel like not all the time, but most of the time, turn out to be some of the most successful college professional players. So I know you You two. Played a lot of sports growing up, and you know specifically in high school. I know KP, you know he probably got busted on the court, but I heard he was a pretty good, pretty good hooper, pretty good hooper. Um, So, kind of tell us about how how you think that dual sport kind of helped you competitively and athletically.
2: I work well with structure, structure in basketball. I don't need to play pickup ball. Structure—that's where I shine. When it's when it's structured, when I got a coach drawing me up plays. So is that your excuse about he the your help? No, 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 no. I'm back. I'm back in the uh, in the wreck ball. I'm back. I got shoes, so I'm not. You... I'm not slipping and sliding anymore. Yeah, I'm gonna You were never slipping and Facts sliding. It.
3: Just ball hogging.
2: You be quiet over there. Yeah, I played ball. Played a little ball in my time in high school. <laughs> um, yeah, yeah. You know, I I tore it up. All I was state. a slasher. Yeah, I dabbled in there. Mm-hmm. Um, What are you, a pass first, shoot first kind of guy? Oh, yeah, always look at the rim first. Always Always look at the rim first, always looking for that pump fake blow-by. Just Yeah, just a jack of all trades. You never knew what you are going to get. But, um, yeah, no, I think it's great for multi-sport athletes, and I'm glad that you're not seeing as much specialization as uh, I felt like we were seeing there for a few years where kids were trying to, you know, dial in on one specific sport. And I think specialize that burns with it. Out. Yeah. I, yeah, I think Big it burns time. you out. And yeah, and I don't think you get to uh, reach your full potential as well while uh, yeah. while participating in other sports too. Especially like
1: in college, it's like scheduled. So I yeah. feel like it helps us even it out more. Mm-hmm. But growing up, like you could get called on a Thursday and be like, we need you this weekend. Like mm-hmm. stuff like that. So if you play the same sport all year round, you never get a break. And it's just, it just keeps lingering and lingering. And you just yeah. I, yeah. I just don't know how people kids, can do it.
2: Kids get burned out. Of a sport so easily if you're yeah. just specializing in it, yeah, especially like no if, doubt, like especially parents or
3: guardians are especially like pushing that on them so yeah. much. Well, like and especially
2: how big like the recruiting and stuff has yeah. you know has gotten nowadays, especially with social media and stuff. You got parents that are pushing their kids to be, you know, just baseball, just basketball, or, yeah. you know, just football, whatever it might be, at, like, you know, age 10. Mm-hmm. So by the time they even, you know, get to really get competitive with it, they're already burnt out. Yeah. yeah. So, and you're going to start to see that a lot more. That's the but, crazy people getting an offer at, like, 7th grade, too. Exactly. <laughs> and it, that's the sad reality of it, though. <laughs> I think that's so fake.
1: Man.
0: It's just like. But the
1: offer's really yeah <laughs> really.
0: There was that one kid, wasn't he going to, like, Alabama? He was in, like, 8th grade. Yeah, he was, like, a D six, lineman six, or whatever. Five, yeah.
1: Dude, I mean he's, that's he's different. 12, well, yeah, I old? mean when I was thirteen years old, I was about. I know it's a little different. You know, I'm probably about the same height. But I was probably five <laughs> five three. I was probably about five three, a buck thirty, a buck forty. So,
3: I mean, if you got the size, I guess I wasn't even a hundred pounds in the freshman year of high school. Really? I was five three, ninety five pounds. And you
1: played QB. I know they had a bubble wrap you up. Bruh. I'm that guy. I'm <laughs> like, come guy. on. Oh, Alright, so kinda <laughs> go back into to Leighton about the dual sport at, at Elyria Catholic. He was a football and you played basketball a little bit, didn't
0: you? Yeah, just through my sophomore year. I'd end up going for the Huh? You get dunked on. Dude, I I was playing the five. Like I'm <laughs> dude, No you weren't. Yes, I you was bro, you showed me the video. I was bro. literally Y'all didn't I'm, have anyone talking big body from lorraine i'm guarding i like you guys don't know that Nasbo hannon ended up going to youngstown say so he's at clemson right now dude six seven just 250 just dominating me but i, I was getting imagine. big by i only gave up two points to him i but you remember that video like zion and that little kid yeah garden that's <laughs> what it looked like hundred percent bryce yeah show me the video goes,
1: that's <laughs> crazy so kind of talk about your football you know uh, you your jack ball trades of that too
0: yeah um, I think my junior year, I l- never came off the field. I was the punter, kick returner, punt returner. Um, don't tell me you're the kicker. No, we had a we had a specialist for that. Don't worry. Um, running back, <laughs> middle linebacker, played a little quarterback. Did it, and I swear, I think I cramped up after every third quarter. It was just terrible. I got a concussion that year. It was a bad year. But then we got my senior year. Got a new coach. Um. End up running like a spread, no huddle offense, and we just do. We just we really like that. Oh my gosh, we, I think we put up s- on average like 60 points the first like five games. So, who's really, winning? Elyria really Catholic really or we uh,
1: Tascocita? Go Eagles. He I knows mean, the answer to that question?
0: I mean, the thing uh, we're playing both sides of the ball, so yeah. I think we can give a good game for a half don't but don't after so. that. Uh, maybe like five minutes? No, not necessarily. You we come, come down to dudes, play the We had some quarter. good dudes. Like, I mean, some of our linemen. <laughs> Like we have a we had a four star go to pit. Like we had we had yeah. size, like our guys were good, but it's just a I matter mean, we couldn't do that for four straight quarters, especially like a team like Bryce's, so did you ever play uh Joe Burrow's, like high school? No, it's way down south. That's like in that's Athens, so that's mm. like where Ohio University is at. So that's like three and a half for me. Um, I guess. And I, I coming from a Leo Catholic, we were like division five, but our conference was division one, um, two teams and stuff they never let us play the small schools and then we my senior year, we made the playoffs for the first time in eight years and we ran this like juggernaut it's just literally direct snap the ball to <laughs> me and we would just pound it yeah literally and, so crazy, uh, at
1: what age did you guys realize that you were gonna have to stick to baseball in like all honesty
3: um
2: oh you talking to them my
1: well brother. i mean
0: everyone i'm oh. just open up the floor it's a, it's oh, open combo well
2: no i go you know what go ahead Bianca. go ahead
0: no, I just, I, I for me, I always loved baseball. I think I committed my after my sophomore, he, going into my junior year, so I, I really didn't give football like a shot to go play college. Yeah. But, I mean, I my size, I was never going to be able to do it. Because everyone has dreams, man. Like I love football
1: more than baseball. I can, I'll say that wholeheartedly. But at some point, you got to realize it's like, ah, this yeah. is not going to work out. And that was like sophomore year, just knowing like, ah. I mean, I'm not gonna get bigger. I I was already like and didn't five. Didn't you
2: seven. have a knee injury or something? Yeah, or like my junior
1: you? year, oh, I had fractured okay. my leg. So I was yeah. after that, I was like, I should probably. Yeah. What about UKP?
2: My my thing was like, uh, once baseball recruiting started kicking up, like at the end of my sophomore year. Yeah. That's kind of when I saw the writing on the wall. Hmm. And I mean, I didn't care one way or the other. I, like I could have went to play, you know, either the sports on at the next level, but. You know, I wasn't having Nebraska calling me for hoops, you know. So, you know, I just, I committed here and then never even thought about going to play the next level for basketball. And I hated basketball practice, too, at the time. (laughs) Looking back, it wasn't even hard. But at the time, I was like, no, never would I go and do do this practice at the next level because just knowing how bad I hate it here. That's just
1: drill work, isn't it? Most times, until you scrimmage. Yeah, a lot of Conditioning.
2: Oh, it sucks. Depends
0: on the coach in basketball, too. Because you can sit there and just shuffles the entire practice. Or, you know, Look, I mean, you really, can go yeah. do fun shooting yeah. drills or whatnot, yeah. like up and down the court, but it just depends. On well, looking thing, back,
2: yeah, looking back, I loved it. Like, it was actually, like, oh, yeah. it was so easy and it was a good time. Like, I would have a freaking ball with mm-hmm. it if we went and had a basketball practice, but I'd be so down. So much. <laughs> it I'd would worry so out. But, it yeah. would worry out. But like you said, I loved, I think I loved playing the basketball games more than baseball games. Yeah, 100%. I missed the hell out of those. The heck. Sorry. Because <laughs> yeah, it's yeah. like, I feel like baseball kind of limits you in your athletic ability
1: sometimes. Yeah. Because, like, obviously, as a pitcher, you can't show off how athletic you are. You're throwing the ball the whole time. Why do you
2: think I like PFP so much, dude? Yeah. Yeah. Show he's, what off. is he,
1: number, number three on the depth chart at PFPs? Oh, or?
2: Pull him up. Pull up the number. <laughs> <laughs> but what, yeah,
1: what about you? Because I know we never really touched this. We talked about how you got division one offers, but, like, yeah. I want to know, I because obviously, none of us in here have like, been able to go through having both Division I offers in football and, and baseball? Like, how did – when did that finally just – the door close?
3: Um, I knew I was wanted to play baseball. Yeah. Like, football was a – I could have played, but it – like KP said, I didn't have – I didn't like going to football practice. Really? So, it was just – I just like playing in the games and just playing with the guys. I mean, yeah. Those are some of, like, my best friends that are yeah. going to be with me forever, so – that was the only reason why I played. Really, was because of them. Um, I enjoyed going to baseball practice every day, no matter if, no matter if it was a good or bad day. And that's why I chose it because I, I just love it too much.
1: Man, yeah. that's crazy. All right, close the yearbook. Moving on. We're moving on. <laughs> Thank We're moving, on. Yeah. Yeah. moving on. So last year obviously was something that we've all dreamed about yeah. and something that will be some be with us forever. Ever. So, a roller coaster. Oh my God. Yeah. That was the emotions yeah. within last year was man. Yeah. Crazy. But kind <clears> of <throat> from a pitcher standpoint, because I feel like pitchers never really get to the voice their opinion, you know, cause it's all, you know, you see, obviously like you have like a Cy Young type performance or a Cy Young type pitcher. Yeah. Then you sort they, they get to be asked those questions, but from the pitching staff standpoint, what did you think was so strong about our team last year and what, what we are this year as well.
2: Oh boy! I mean, just top to bottom, how close all the boys were, yeah. and uh, and it, there was there was no gray area with the understanding of where the team needed to be or you know what I needed mean? to be done. Yeah, yeah, like it was everyone was on the same page, and it was just a constant, just you know, riding the same wave throughout the whole season. I mean, there were ups and there's that you know, yeah, downs oh, like yeah. any other season, but the whole way it was just such a consistent team, the way we went about it that um that made that team special and um and I mean that comes with just being how close we were i know yeah. everyone talks about it. everyone was so freaking close and I mean I say th- this team's definitely getting there mm-hmm. um but yeah I mean a lot I'm seeing a lot of those really good things in this team we have the 2022 team that we had in that with that last team yeah. so it's it's special and it's kind of cool because you can see kind of where we're headed and it's and it's good things so yeah no that team was special last year
1: It's, like, surreal because, obviously, that's, like, our goal. We want to win a Big Ten championship, go to regional, win a regional, go super, win it, and then go to Omaha and win it. Mm -hmm. And for it to, like, happen, like, that goal we set out Mm -hmm. literally April 23rd last year, whenever we started, or August 23rd. Mm -hmm. And then full circle eight months later, we're holding up that trophy. And nobody gives a shot. We finally get to wear a hat backwards and all that. (laughs) And being picked to finish,
2: was it sixth or eighth? Eighth.
0: Yeah, that was kinda disrespectful. Like, that's yeah. just
2: that's just I mean just just to address that's just purely that's just not doing enough homework. Yeah, like that's just not doing mm-hmm. enough homework. Yeah. yeah, whoever sent those out like that's just come on. I'm so
1: sorry, <clears throat> sorry. kind of going through like your season. Um, you know we didn't get to see you until Rutgers weekend, mm-hmm. which was wow. third to last weekend yeah. of our season. Mm-hmm. How did you stay? Minty locked in, and when at what point of the season were you like, no, I'm not gonna like medically retro I'm I'm gonna play.
2: I mean, I didn't have any. I I knew I didn't have any plans of medically redshirting. Yeah, I was gonna pitch if I, you know, if i was physically able to. Like, and that was Bolt and I were on the same spot or same page throughout the whole year. It was like when I was sitting there with a brace, you know, a couple weeks outside of surgery. It was like that was the talk we were having was, you know. We're going to do this. And then once you, like, ride right as you're able to, you know, physically pitch in a game, like, you're going to be out there. Mm-hmm. So there was no gray area with between us with, okay, that's the plan. So it was like, okay, you know. Um, so, I, I mean, I just, I like, we've talked about plenty of times. I just tried to be your guys' cheerleader yeah. the whole year. And, I mean, it worked out. I helped the team in other ways, you know, than being oh, on yeah. the mound. And, uh, and yeah, and that's kind of how I stayed locked in on the whole season. And I'm competitive as all get out. So. Oh, yeah. Regardless, if I was in the game, I wanted to win more. You know, more than the other team. So, yeah, I mean, it was pretty easy for me to stay locked in, and especially knowing there was that carrot being dangled out there. You know, towards the end of the year, that you know, if you guys take care of business and get us in a position for the postseason, I could, I could have a, or you know, a, an opportunity to pitch again. So that's like it was sweet. So you go
1: one inning, Rutgers, mm-hmm. one inning the next weekend, and then you started the game. We clinched the Big Ten. Yeah, and yeah, then cool. Arkansas, mm-hmm. you're starting in literally the biggest game of our season. Mm-hmm. Kind of take us like how you mentally prepare. Like I haven't played all year. I've literally thrown three innings, and now I'm starting in a do or die. I mean that that it, like we know we yeah. know the kind of guy you are, so we understand like that's exactly yeah. what you wanted. But kind of like explain to people like where did you have to put yourself in order to know that you're going to give the best for us.
2: Well, yeah, and I mean, with that whole thing, it was. It was, what What do I have to lose? Like, I kept asking myself that after the NJIT game that we, you know, blew, them, blew the brakes off them. You know, yeah. like I was I was like, honestly, like, what do I have to lose? So, I mean, it, that was – so to go in there and, like, you know, have that sort of, like, carefree mentality, mm-hmm. that was very easy to do. but um, But, yeah, and knowing, like, you know, there's a lot of guys that were playing behind me that night that I'll never, you know, get to play with again. So yeah. it was, like, it was just a whole bunch of things mounted up. And uh, and I knew you guys were gonna get the job done when you know push comes to shove. So,
1: well, we gotta go to break, but you're gonna need to stick around because we got some more good conversations. Oh yeah, yeah. some debates. Some uh, a debate. The debate. So far, the we got Kyle Perry, Layton Banjoff. I'm Cam Chick. This is Bryce Matthews, and this is up the middle on 93.7
0: The Ticket. You're listening to Up the Middle with Cam Chick and Bryce Matthews on 93.7 The Ticket and the ticketfm.com.
1: We're back. 93.7 The Ticket, Up the Middle, Cam Chick, Bryce Matthews. We got Kyle Perry... Leighton Banjoff, for those of you just joined us, appreciate it, appreciate it. Feel free to text us on the Ham and Text Line, 402-464-5685, or call us on the Honda of Lincoln Hotline, same number, 402-464-5685. Ask questions, get to know us, get to know our, our guests. Um, getting back into the conversation about last season, uh, we left off on a really good note with uh, KP's mentality. So going over to Banjoff and kind of like talking about uh, the season, how he thought, you know, the team was, is like the hitting perspective. We just got the pitching perspective. What did you think, hitting-wise, why we were so successful?
0: I mean, our hitters went up there, and we just dominated the fastball. <laughs> dominated the fastball away. Yeah. We, we stayed on top of it and just, no, but, like, that. that's a big thing, just hunting your pitches, right? Like, not being scared when you go up to the plate. Um, I think, you know, when a lot of guys have success is because they're comfortable up there. It's like they're not – they're Lincoln. looking for a fastball, but then yeah. at the same time, like, you guys know it's like – We can't all be Max you, Anderson. <laughs> that's one thing. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And when you're hot when you're hot and you feel comfortable up there, it doesn't matter what the pitcher will throw you. Uh, exactly. Right? It's like you're just going to mash that thing. So I think it too, the confidence was a big thing for a lot of guys, especially Joe, Spencer, Roskam. Um, Me. Me. Yeah. You know, whether you, two, me, like just everybody that played in and out of the lineup is like, if you were confident up there, you knew you had, you know, your A game going, you're gonna do great. So, yeah.
1: M- specific play that comes to mind when I think of you, not the broken finger. We'll get to that. <laughs> but yeah. we're at we're at <laughs> we're at Illinois. I'm on third base. You're hitting. Uh, we get the squeeze sign, and without a blink of an eye. You know, you just get it done. Mm-hmm. So, kind of like walk us through that, like the mentality. People, for people who don't know, a squeeze is run on third. He's stealing, and so you essentially, as the batter, you got to put the ball in play by bunting it. Um, it's a bump play. So, kind of take us through that, like what, well, because that I yeah, mean, that's a do or die play. I mean, yeah, that was like,
0: like in all of baseball. You don't see them quite often because no. it's one, it's hard to execute, and two, yeah. it's scary. You know, <laughs> yeah, bunting alone is I mean, hard. The pitcher it, gets yeah. sped up. Because
1: the guy's just taking off,
0: but yeah, I saw. I was not expecting a squeeze in that moment. You know, I think it was it was a night game, right? Yeah, um, it was a Friday figured, night yeah, game. I forget oh, what the score too. was. Freezing, so it was. But
1: so small ball was important. Yeah, not uh, gonna lie.
0: Yeah, cams over there. I see Coach Harvell, and you know, I don't want to give away our signs or nothing like that. But, <laughs> yeah, I you you should. I see it or whatnot, and uh, you know, I'm gearing up, and I'm in my head. I'm like. You're gonna do this, like not, there was no doubt in my mind that I wasn't gonna get it done, because if at that I, point if you kind of have to. If I had yeah. a worry in my mind, like they would have <laughs> never gotten done. And, yeah. and the kids served me up a, a, you know, just a, a nice fastball. It might have been a fastball in, and I bunted it, got it down, um, and I was super pumped up about it. So and then yeah, we go on to win that game, but we uh, lost
3: that game. I'm not gonna lie to you. No. Now we won that we won one. Won the we Friday, did. They lost the Saturday. Yeah, yeah we lost
0: true. Saturday. Yeah, both nights. So now going into Sunday. the we won that Sunday, don't worry. I another remember, bump play that,
1: that sticks in my head yeah. is we're at Michigan State. It doesn't get above forty degrees. Mm-hmm. Let me put that out there. And it's and, uh, May. Yeah. And Michigan State might have the most sleeper bullpen and pitching staff <laughs> in the Big Ten. I mean the that like,
0: Friday guy was hucking ninety eight.
1: Yeah, top ninety nine <laughs> and threw a ninety mile an hour change up. Yeah. So you listeners, you tell me how you're supposed to, you know, react to that and, and figure out what you're actually like, trying to hit. We actually got a text right now. Good question. Um, does Bryce's hitting success come from the chair workouts? Question mark. Chair workouts?
3: Uh, I don't know what chair workouts you talking about. Was just, uh,
0: they're talking about, like, at a camp? you do a drill do you a like, chair? Do you sit when you hit th- it back home? I can't remember. No. Huh. I Are you...
1: Ask the text what they need. Yeah. Uh, whoever texted that out... Well, can you elaborate on that a little bit and kind of give us some background on that? <laughs> but <laughs> getting back to I'm the the bump play, so Michigan State, Friday night guy, who ended up not being the Friday night guy. The Friday night guy struggled a little bit. He got moved to the back of the pin, and this was their Saturday guy. He's throwing 99. And then – uh, Saturday, they had a guy that was sitting mid-90s. And then Sunday, they started a guy. We ended up hitting him pretty well. He got taken out in the first. Yeah. And the old <laughs> Friday night starter comes in oh, and, and goes nine innings. He had, innings. Yeah. He had more than a chip on his Yeah, yeah. nine innings was 16 Ks was and let up like angry. two two runs. Yep. And Layton's up to bunt. Well, I was it on the Friday. Yeah, that Friday the Friday against Friday, the guy yep. throwing 100. So back to that. And he gets the bunt sign, and he goes to bunt, and obviously –
0: well, ninety nine is like started, what? He throws me two balls in a row. I'm 2-0, and zero. I'm like, coach, like, can I swing here? <laughs> yeah. And nobody outrunners on first. Set. I was like, let me drive these guys in or whatnot. But um, no, I was willing, you know, do whatever it takes for the team. And uh, he ends up throwing me a a fastball and we were showing the bunts out early so yeah because remember maryland was doing that wheel play, yeah so i'm showing it out and i'm nervous like i'm shaking up there because we, d- we didn't really practice that, that and it's a 100 yeah exactly
1: and he was kind of wild too like effectively wild and with I, that missed it. I
0: missed that first one then he comes back it's 2-1 um bun again throws me a curveball and the the how hard was his girl it was i think out. he like, topped like 86 was, or 87. no 87 wait the
1: sign that guy no, no, the Friday guy. No, it was
0: like a 90, 91
1: yeah. Well, the slider was, but he also threw like a, a 12-6, and then still like 8-6. Oh, <laughs> I one Trust one. me. So I, saw, that I nice get to see jump. all their arsenal the spin of the, off-speed.
0: The spin on the yeah. ball, you know, goes foul. 2-2. Bunt again. <laughs> I got two strikes, and he throws me a, another banger in the dirt. 3-2. Bunt's on. And he throws this pitch right at my chest, and I just – I was trying to protect myself like I'm already squared up facing him. And so instead of turning my back and taking out, I, I moved smart, my bat. And smart move. Boom. Yeah. My, but and that it ball just busted so my hot. finger. And, yeah, that thing And was this
1: dude played the rest of the year with the little finger cast, <laughs> and I was his throwing partner. Yep. So you can imagine the cutters I was getting yeah. for about a month and a half. Yeah, I
0: didn't know where the ball was going half the time. I had a little finger splint. Yeah, that was so bad. So. I, I have the answer to the uh, chair workout. So that was my
3: older cousin. Oh, and okay. So when I was younger, he's uh, he's playing college football at Miami of Ohio. Okay. So he'd come home and he'd make me do like bench press the chair, and I was just a little squirt, and I couldn't. <laughs> uh, that's the only thing that like made me stronger. Bench And we'd pound. have to do. I'd do like two hundred push-ups every day with him, and we'd be outside running the hill and everything, dog tired. Yeah. So that's. All right, now I'm that makes sense. Not credit that- for that success, but it, it <laughs> helped a little bit. Yeah, it
1: made you less soft, I guess. <laughs> soft. Come on, now. Come uh, on. Well, we talked about we had a debate, and this debate happened in the locker room today after practice. KP actually wasn't there because gladly they had a pitchers' practice while we were hitting. We are talking to an Ohio, nat- Ohio native who thinks the Cavaliers are just ungodly None and thinks it. LeBron James is just the end-all, be-all and thinks he that is. he is the greatest player of all time. He is. He is. For our
0: generation, you can't deny that. You didn't say that. It doesn't matter all you time, s- too. No, will back, back all the all time. time. I will back the I'm all saying, time. Yes. And this
1: is where we need DP to come on the mic and
3: spit some knowledge. He could be biased, too, but... Because we, we didn't get to live and see MJ. I don't care. LeBron is the greatest basketball player of all time. Oh, we got two
0: Lebron. And A- am I
4: walking two. in? What am I walking in on first? Of we all? got we something got the debate: Lebron
3: or Jordan, greatest
1: of all time. <sighs> stop.
3: <laughs> what do you mean? Stop. 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 Yeah,
0: Lebron. Lebron
4: I couldn't see. carry Jordan's water. Oh no!
3: Please, you get
0: out. Okay, of Okay, so KP's so thinking of something having right now. having they had Danny uh, uh, Andy, being Spartan, that I'm the Michael only Jordan.
4: person. I don't hear. I'm the only person here who watched <laughs> them both. From the beginning of their careers to the end of it, guess what? If you put them in the closet together, only one's coming out, and he's and wearing it's LeBron 19- James, who's no, seven I'm just, foot, 260. 260. You, oh, so, he's two sixty. So, eaten. so, 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 the impression is: first of all, LeBron has been here before in other in other versions. Jordan killed all of them. Carmelo, Carmelo would have put sauce on LeBron he James could, and tossed him to the like side. LeBron. What are you talking? They about? They ran pick you, and roll. They <laughs> ran pick and roll and couldn't stop the simplest that's play in the history of basketball, and they couldn't stop it for nineteen years. Oh my gosh. Here, he played. About- he played with three dudes that ran bakeries, and they still couldn't stop exactly, it. exactly. And that's who was guarding Michael Jordan. No, see, they let they me let me, let me let me give you <laughs> let me let
3: me who's
4: who's actually guarded LeBron.
3: Giannis, Kawhi, Gian, no. Giannis see, you're wrong. You're, you're wrong twice. Okay.
4: You're wrong twice. Giannis could not line up against LeBron. Why would you do that?
3: He did an All-Star
4: game. Why, why would you? No, in an that's an exhibition game. Man,
1: that's a scrimmage. That's for cotton candy and, <laughs> and Skittles.
4: Like, give me, give me real competition. Nobody excelled in the game of basketball like Michael Jordan did. He actually changed all the things that LeBron does, mimics Michael Jordan. Literally everything mimics and copies Michael Jordan.
3: Okay, so, so wrong if with that, but. it's nothing wrong with that, but what if LeBron was there first? So if LeBron had been stuff. there first, the game would have
4: evolved differently. But the game as it currently is, the game that LeBron grew up in, was based on mimicking two players. He needed to copy Kobe and Michael. That was it. There is no LeBron without Kobe and Michael. He create Kobe was the was the high school guy who created the path for LeBron to go from high school to the NBA. He also set the standard for how he was supposed to handle his business. He taught him how to do business in this thing. Nobody did business in the NBA like Michael before Michael Jordan. LeBron would not be the the, the LeBron entity that he is now without Michael Jordan. Give that man his flowers and stop Michael, trying Michael to put at, your Michael current dude in the game. in the
1: process. Assess. That was, wow. DP, let me get it. Man. You act like no, he can control no. he when drop. he's born.
4: No, no, no. See, no, no, no. You, you, what he can control man, is no no what he can control because I'm tired of young cats trying to say my dude is the dude is. your dude is like the third dude after the other five dudes who built this thing I'm not like come in after the fact come in after the fact after Jordan and Russell and Wilt and Kareem and Kobe all of them came in and did work and then you reap all the benefit and then act like a diva when you did it like don't touch me can't foul me you know where LeBron would Ended up, Bill beer and the bad boys would have put him in the third row, took his shoes, and then glad. dared him to walk back they on the not court. doing that. To See, LeBron no, you because you can't even touch LeBron. The dude is 260 pounds and flops on the floor. How are you 260 pounds on the floor? Okay,
3: it's called timeout here. <laughs> there, there we no, go. Hold on. No, 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 no. No, because Amont no, Shaper no, you- said that in his uh, in his podcast with the dude. He's showing people that he got fouled because they wasn't giving him foul calls. So that's why he was doing that.
4: Again. A quality craftsman never blames his tools. All he had to do was play ball. If you're the dude, Jordan didn't have didn't have to ask for. Matter of fact, Jordan was the dude that said, "I'm so good." He did the palms up because I there's no explanation for what I'm doing to these teams. Like he killed careers simply because nobody could get a ring until he got tired of it. Like, he came and played baseball. He was so bored with the greatest era of basketball. He got bored and tried to hit baseballs. He tried. LeBron, you think LeBron would go try to play baseball?
3: No. No. Hey, Double okay.
1: A. A's there ball. we go. Double A. Right, Big right. slide, get us out of Yeah, we got to go to break. We'll we'll finish this this little debate. I'm uh, still dying on the hill, LeBron. Yeah. Nope. Uh <laughs> I'm Camp Chick, Bryce Matthews. We got Kyle Perry, Leighton Banjoff, and now... <laughs> and this is 937
0: the ticket. You're listening to Up the Middle with Cam Chick and Bryce Matthews on 937 the ticket and the ticketfm.com.
1: Welcome back, 937 fans. This is up the middle, Cam Chick. Boy, Bryce Matthews, co-host. I got bodied, low-key. Yeah. But he said he could uh, argue the other way around. Yeah. It's good. If yeah, you're tuning in, record, this, we got Layton Banjoff, Kyle Perry. We did just finish a huge yeah. debate. Where it did get heat enough where DP stood up out of his chair. Yeah.
0: I don't think even, we didn't get even to the debate. He was
1: just going at us. Yeah. Well, he was throwing straight facts. <laughs> the finishing question would be, you wear LeBron shoes? Bro. Because I know I already asked you this. I could rock him if I wanted to, so it's, it's no, all good. That's a cool plan. But what does what the Ohio native got to say? La- last last interjection of it. Yeah,
0: I love LeBron. I'd love for him to be with the squad next year. It doesn't matter.
1: Cavs will be grown. <laughs> that ain't happening. That's never happening again.
0: Hey, You're, mark my words. It might happen. So,
1: All I'm saying, though, is if he stays in the league long enough to play with, with Bronny, that would that's like Ken Griffey and Ken Griffey Jr. That would be ideal. I'd root for that.
2: For sure. Yeah, that'd be really cool.
1: That's because when's the it's last dope. time that's,
0: like, ever
3: happened? I it's gotta not be not in since the NBA, especially. Yeah,
4: yeah. I,
0: Well, there's uh, in baseball, it's a lot different. Yeah. But, I mean, yeah. NBA with the longevity of those players. Mm-hmm. We're about to have, Vlad Jr. and
1: his brother. His Little brother bro. just got is about to get signed. He's 15. No kidding. And is better than
2: Vlad Jr. Is what the. Hmm. That's what they say. But you the gotta, saying, you gotta do a lot. He's to prove lefty that. too. Yeah, oh, he was at that power showcase. Absolutely. Did you gist. see? Did you see Juan Soto's sixteen-year-old brother got signed by the yeah. Nats? Yeah, yeah, and so did uh, cool.
1: Cunha Junior's brother. He has two younger brothers. Yeah. Actually.
3: <laughs> smooth. Oh, smooth. I bet. Who do you? It was a Met. Mets. Maybe? one's the the second, the middle one. He's in the Rangers organization. Yeah. I don't know where the youngest
1: are. one just got signed like two yeah. days ago because. That video's been aired on yeah. social media of him taking BP with uh, Acuna. Yeah. Mm. Oh, my. God. Identical. Identical swings. Yeah. I'm like, All bro, how do you
3: – yeah, how do you – All three of them. It's breed crazy. Three
1: just
0: absolute superstars like that. It's in the water. It's in there, like, I don't know, not it's you in know, the like water. you said that, but no, just like the mechanics from the players so or whatnot. Former, like you um, want be
3: like your big brother. Yeah. That is true. Well, yeah. former
0: Husker Chad – Chad Lunsman, he had little brothers, yeah. Penn State and or USC. Yeah, I think their mechanics are the exact same as him. Mm-hmm. Like, you like, I think yeah. uh, Joe Acker showed me a video of him pitching. I was like, you look identical. Oh my look God. I, I was like, is that Chad? Everything. Yeah, <laughs> that was crazy.
1: Uh, so what? This is last segment. So we kind of gotta <clears throat> wrap up this whole conversation, which is it's been a pleasure. This is this has been great. Oh yeah. Yeah, you guys are you guys are awesome. That's off. Likewise. What what are you guys looking forward to most? Uh especially you KP, you're my age, so this could be it for us. If so last dance. Yeah. <laughs> so what what are your what are both of your thoughts on on this season?
2: Well I think it's I think it's great. I think uh you can either look at it as this could possibly be the last dance, you know, and make it some sap story, or you could say that the same thing and then turn around and treat each day like it will be your last and yeah. i think that's that's where the beauty comes and uh i think it makes every day a lot better than you know any other day before that because it's you know it's it, it could be you know your last time doing something that day you know and you just might not know it or whatever so the possibilities are 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 great for us and for the team um but that's kind of been my approach um you know since the fall started was you know um thinking that maybe one day it could be you know my last day doing this or last day doing that so i don't know it's it's given me a whole new perspective on on not just baseball but you know life in general yeah. and i think it's i think it's helped me mentally and physically um, it's like
1: yeah you're playing the thing you grew up playing and you love and within a year we could be in a big working boy job. nine to five <laughs> yeah yeah you never
0: know and so that's just like scary so what about
1: yeah. what about you laden what are you looking forward
0: to most just getting after having fun I think like just having fun is the best part of yeah, you know yeah. that's like why right now fun last year I mean we're just talking we're having a great time mm-hmm. like every day we show up to the ballpark have fun whether we do good or bad it doesn't matter we got our brothers next to us so yeah. that's what I'm looking forward to most mm-hmm. I feel like it's like different for me
3: because y'all are older than me so like last year I, I did my toe on the water I didn't really know what I was getting into but now like I kind of have like a bigger role on the team and I could actually say, like, I'm way more confident in myself than what I was last year. So I think that's just the biggest thing for me, staying confident. Yeah. And I know we talked about this as, like, a team
1: uh, a couple of days ago, but I feel like one of our biggest drive like drivers of last year was we had four dudes who we knew would never play again, here yeah. at least. Um, and so it was one of those things where you didn't want to waste their last year on no, a what yeah. if or shoulda, coulda story. Yeah. So that was for me. I mean, I live with Joe Acker, so it was one of those things where every day I was just like, "I don't want this dude to go out on a bad note. I yeah. want, I want us to play for them." And so it's kind of weird being, yeah, in that spot now where it's like, it's very true. It's us. It is. We're it the is little strange. guys in the room. It is
2: strange, but like I said, it helps you, you know, appreciate each day for what it is. Yeah, for sure. At least that's how I try to look at it. Oh yeah, It helps
1: out a lot. Yeah, <laughs> and it helps that. We're starting to mesh a lot more as a team. Yeah. Because I know last year the best part was just I enjoyed I didn't even care about the baseball aspect. I mean, I cared. But I cared more about coming to the field with you guys yeah. than anything else. And that's what I thought made us so successful. Yeah. And especially the trips. I looked forward to the trips. That was the most so I've ever looked forward so to, like, leaving for five, six yeah. days at a yeah. time was the fact that I knew that the downtime, the mornings, the afternoons, after games was going to be Electric. might be even more fun there's yeah. never there's yeah.
3: literally never a dull moment yeah. never yeah
1: and i laughing point, on i love it the ground crying yeah. oh my time. god oh my goodness sweating <laughs> in the meeting rooms playing <laughs> games like
2: see and that's the thing though that's that's what that's where the beauty is is that you remember those things yeah and you know yeah yeah you, not everyone could tell me you know their stats uh, you know one weekend or the other, but, I mean, you remember playing two ball, you know, in the hotel lobby or whatever. The only set. person
1: I can ever remember stats is Max Anderson, because that dude had, like, one <laughs> yeah. bad game. So You can count on him having a knock or two. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> always. But that's just, like, things you learn, like, oh, yeah. growing up is, like, you don't even remember the stuff on the field as much as the guys you were hanging out with. Yeah, for sure. But that is it for this week's edition of Up the Middle. Uh... Once again, you guys were great. And is, it. it's it. It doesn't even feel like an interview. Mm-hmm. It, this was just talking shop. Locker yeah. room talk. Literally. Locker room it's, talk. Same debate happened in the locker room today. Happened here.
3: And I won that debate. DP.
1: Nah. <laughs> <laughs> well, not a chance. But we appreciate it, guys. You will be seeing more of these guys because yeah. we will be bringing them on throughout the, the season periodically to get their take. I'm Cam Chick, as always. Co-host Bryce Matthews. Appreciate Yeet. you, buddy. Got Leighton Banjoff. Thank you, Kyle Perry. Thanks, fans. We'll see you next Tuesday, 6 o'clock. This has been Up the Middle on 937 The Ticket.